Welcome to my podcast. Thank you once again for listening. Um, I never know what I'm going to say on this thing. Man, I've been thinking, uh, <laughs> kind of doing a little meditation, a little Tai Chi practice for like the last half an hour. And so many things came into my mind of like, I should say this, or um, this is what I, I guess is on my mind, this or that. But I'm um, kind of throwing that all out the window and just seeing whatever um, whatever happens right now. So welcome to my podcast. I know that not a whole lot of people are listening right now. Um, I can't get this thing on iTunes yet. I, I'm still trying to figure out how to do that. So probably the only person listening is um, somebody who's got, is actually my friend Brian. So, hey Brian, um, thanks for listening. Your support means a lot. Uh, hope to have, I mean, I want to have more support. Brian, to be honest, but um, your support, man, is uh, really makes my heart feel warm, warm. So thank you, um, and thank you, Podbean, for hosting this and, and serving this and doing everything with it, except um, getting it on iTunes for me. There's a lot of stuff I have to figure out myself for that before I can like reach uh, more people, and that's what I want to do on this thing. I want to reach more people and have more people reach me. Because that's what's been cool on my journey of, of uh, learning how people are becoming so much more aware than they used to be. Their people are turning each other on to these, these ways of looking at life that is positive and getting away from uh, this negative and uh, like um, more, you know, this, this treachery that that it seems like it's been going on for a while. I mean, just in the, obviously in the media, my gosh, I, I don't have any media on at all um, in my life now just because I, I know what to expect from it. Um, people are really developing themselves and sharing. Like that's the thing about what I call the, the mindful revolution that I believe is taking place right now at the beginnings of it. Um, these people share with each other. It's a, it's really cool to see like the people who get it. You can just go up and ask them like, Hey, do you like being mindful and aware and learning uh, how to expand your mind without limitations? And if somebody is into that, they, they are like, yeah, what I've noticed is they're happy to talk about it. And it just like lights them up. Like, yeah, this is like a really cool part of our, our history, our time here right now. And it's kind of on this wave. And my thing, the reason for doing this podcast, maybe I started, I actually got on the microphone the first time out of, a, of devastation and some personal despair, but I am, you know, building out of that and finding really more of a, what, what to use our talents, my talents for. And, um, I guess on that, one of the things that I was pondering was explaining really quick why, where I'm going with this, um, this podcast. Number one, some big news is I decided on a title for it, and I, I just kind of said that, and it's called Joyful, a Raw Journal of the Mindful Revolution. And raw, <laughs> joyful, because that's what the goal is, to make more joyfulness through mindfulness in our country and therefore 
on this planet. And raw, <laughs> the raw part of that title being my skills in, uh, in techno technology and getting this thing on the right, uh, like, like iTunes and Google Play and getting the right website and all of that. I'm kind of just sharing more than, uh, I'm kind of exceeding my technical abilities with my, um, my willingness and my sharing. And so that aspect of it is, is going to make it really raw. And I like that personally. I've, I've enjoyed when people share stuff uh, in a raw sense without saying, um, I'm not going to release this or whatever until, until I have exactly uh, everything rolled out. And, and hopefully this thing will improve. Um, I'm going up to a friend's place to try to work on a great intro. So it's not just me like rambling about my friend Brian in the intro. It's actually something that ties together the whole, the whole concept of this. And it explains uh, where we can go from here and why I, I do this. Um, and on that, uh, so that's the title. It's really cool, Joyful, A Raw Journal of the Mindful Revolution. And I am the, the host of that and the organizer of it. My name is Ethan Edward Sherritt. And again, thank you for listening. And thank you to all the other podcasters that I've been listening to that have made me so in love with this form of communication. <clears throat> so much good stuff going on out there. And uh, let me let me get into a little bit of the reason why I'm doing this. Um, I, I'm, I, I wrote somebody an email who I asked to be on my podcast. And I must have spent a little bit of time on this email. And that's one thing I, I haven't gotten a chance to do with my full-time job and and uh, caring for my amazing, wonderful toddler, and um, <clears throat> kind of getting through this transitional period. Excuse me, some coffee. <sighs> um, I haven't had much time to, to write and kind of organize things, and that's why this uh, this podcast, because I can just communicate off the top of my head and uh, get things out a little bit at a time. But when I was writing this email to uh, somebody who I love dearly and who I wanted to be on the podcast, you know, not everybody wants to be on it, and I don't hold that against them. But let me share with you this email, a little bit and piece of it. Um, after I, you know, said thank you for your support and, and it was good to see you recently, or good to talk to you recently, I said, I feel like the universe requires us <clears throat> to manifest our own unique way to help in this world. And if we spend time, so much time, not doing that, not uh, helping, but simply preserving, uh, the universe you know, might just take away the things that we are so dearly preserving. And that allows me to see the loss that I experienced and the change that caused me so much pain as somehow a gift and I appreciate that it happened because I am excited about the future it has made me focus more on my own unique way to help and it takes believe me I'm getting off I'm like improvising now I should go back to reading so that it's not confusing believe me it takes awareness to stay in that state of mind but I happily welcome the awareness required because that becomes a source of motivation finding motivation can be a motivation. 
and so many people are sharing positivity with me right now. It is amazing. I am having discussions with people every day, some friends, some strangers that become friends. I'm also feeding my lifelong passion, interest, and education in journalism. Finally, by documenting this odd path from devastation to thriving and sharing light. The format I'm using to document that is via podcast. I've always been thrilled with raw journalism and radio. Even as a young child since the second grade, I didn't just read the news. I appreciated who wrote the news, their perspective, their vocabulary, and their voice. Media conglomeration seriously undermined the rawness of available journalism, and radio is vaguely even present. But both of these beautiful things can be achieved together through podcasting, and that's why it fits right as a way that I can help other people. So I've begun this ongoing podcast. I started talking about myself, describing pain, and then my will to climb from despair. But I am evolving this thing to be something else, a simple, fun, casual conversations with anyone willing to share their story, eventually exploring whether they feel joy, positivity, how they come to it, or why they cannot come to it. Of course, some people don't think in those terms at all, but operate at a frequency very different altogether. And I will be welcoming those people to converse with me also. And soon, we'll be driving around the U.S. to our new destination, and I'll be reaching out to anyone we can visit using Instagram as a way to seek people who will share. We can go to them and allow that to plot our course. And we'll enjoy and learn the whole while. My belief in the connectedness of people through perceived diversity is one of the reasons I'm sure, synchronistically, <laughs> um, that I came across this. I'm going to omit this part just because it's a little personal. Um, I go right to this. There is a movement of mindfulness, I believe, taking place, and it is at the beginning. I would be misusing my talent to give it to anything but helping that energy. This movement will be so important to bring the unified energy required to tackle some of the problems that now trouble us. Companies are so large that decisions and fluctuations affect massive numbers of people. A mindful wave will allow some true positivity and progress. And there is so much, conf so much unused collective energy being spent on blame and division currently. I truly feel that we can look at all of that as potential and the energy that in the near future will be redirected for good and dedicated to each other and progress. And this will happen the more and more people are touched by awareness and love. It is the connection to others that has given me this faith, because whenever I have seeked, that connection has been given. Every time, whether family, uh, friends, family on both sides of my life, even at the gym and the grocery store. And so that's it. That's, um, I, I kind of continue a little more personally, but yeah, that's what's so exciting to me is you, when you learn to um, see things a, a little bit differently than at first it feels, uh, one of my main things that I'm excited about is look at, look at the, uh, the negativity and divisiveness that has been going on for a while. Um, whether it is the, the, the lowest frequency of that, which is uh, race relations and, and, and negativity, and the, I would say the next, to me, the next lowest frequency of that is, uh, is political um, allegiances and political uh, attachments. 
because these things, they, they feed our ego and they make us rant and rally with things that are, that are in opposition rather than being, um, rather than, than being a joining force. They, they allow you to, to get your energy from op opposition of that. And I see that as, as like oil that can be tapped because it's a lot of energy now. And the people that are, that are creating this mindful revolution, this, this momentum towards light and this momentum towards sharing without limitation is, is going to affect more and more people. And it's, it's gonna start to turn people towards good. And there are huge problems that we can face little by little, you know? And I have, in my own, uh, in my own little notebooks, I have written out kind of the order in which I, I believe those things should happen and which they probably will happen. And um, in, like, in like the problems as, as we're gonna take them on collectively as, as a people. And I, I think the US can really be an amazing beacon um, if we all have the courage to do do this right thing and and expand ourselves and reach out to others in this increasing momentous way and and really start to understand that negativity and and uh, and opposition based vibrations and conflict based and problem based vibrations are a thing of the past to the people who are really waking up the people who are really waking up are solution based and construct, constructive based, productive based, creative based. And uh, there's more and more of those people. And, and they're welcoming anybody else out there who feels like that kinda, they're not on that, if they feel like they're negative, you know, you're welcome, regardless of your religion uh, or your political, you know, what you've been saying. There's, today is a brand new day and you can, you are definitely welcomed by this big group of people that is, uh, practicing, you know, a combination of, of Zen and, and Christian values and Hindu values. And they're, they're bringing all of that in to find a beautiful light place through physical practices like yoga and Tai Chi and, uh, anything else. I mean, those are just the ones I'm working on. And, uh, I, I guess that is my, um, that's the intro expanded version. It's going to be condensed once I get my boy Jason and uh, we work on an intro for you. I can't wait for that. But um, to catch you up on things, I would love to do that right now since I don't have a co-host or an interviewee right now. Uh, I'd love to just catch you up on some things. Last time I, I told you that I was in the middle of chakras, uh, complete chakra unblocking, aligning, type of journey. And that's little by little, like I said, little by little toddler uh, job, transitional period. So I, I began with the base chakra, the muladhara. And that is, is I, I've been practicing that for a couple of weeks to try to just connect and, and unblock and, and connect with that muladhara, that root chakra, and, and understand what it's like to focus and, and meditate on that. And, and exercise on that. And then I, I said, okay, I've been doing this for two weeks, two and a half weeks. The, the next one, I'm gonna move to the second one. It's the Svadhisthana. 
See, I'm learning, folks. You can learn right along with me. Svaristana. 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 Anyway, it's the second chakra or the sacral chakra. And uh, I started doing that once or twice. And then I just realized that I needed to get a better handle on the, on the first one. So I'm kind of like still focusing on the first one and then going slowly into the second one. Um, and to, just to reconnect, remind you what the first uh, root chakra is, that is, uh, what is that? That is uh, the vital life energy that com combines uh, your, your primal existence with your connection to nature and your feeling of security in your, your exact uh, presence in this, in this physical time and space and how you fit in and, and how much a part of it that you uniquely are. You are as, as real and as exactly intended by this universe as the, the 4,000 year old tree or the 4.6 billion year old ocean or the stars themselves. You are here uh, just as legitimately in this time and place. And by focusing on some of the nature and trying to, and uh, meditating that you are part of that nature, um, the goal is to unblock that channel of energy and make sure it stays connected and unblocked. And then it can flow energy to the, the next realm, the next chakra. And, uh, and that's the goal. And the funny, the cool uh, thing about this is there's so many ways that people, that other like masters or experts of this particular type of, um, of healing or, or energy, there, there's a tone with it. There's a color. There's like a, an audio, an audio uh, tone with it. The, the muladhara, the root chakra, the color is red, okay? The physical space in it is the, the very base of your spine. Um, and it's red at the lower end of the visual spectrum. The musical note is a C with a little four. Uh, I, I don't know what that means. If you're a musician, you might know that. Um, the frequency is 256 hertz. Um, the vowel, this is the one I've been, I've been practicing, like walking around, going through my life. Whenever I'm not speaking to anybody this past few days, especially I'm going around like, um, practicing this vowel and it is, uh, uh, so I believe that the next one becomes an ooh from this little intro video I watched, but the, the base chakra, the vibrational sound is, uh, uh, so if you were, you know, near me at all, and I didn't know you were around any time the last couple of days, you'd have heard me going everywhere, uh, and just focusing like my energy down towards, towards the earth and then up to the sky and, uh, and going around going, uh, and I don't even know if that's how you implement this. Um, but I'm, I'm trying. So even when I'm doing, been doing uh, yoga i um, even doing a little jog that I did today. I'm going, uh, and I was, uh, pointing, trying to let the red of the world, uh, speak to me. So every, t every time a car would drive by with red lights, I'd be like red. Oh, and then I'd see a, a red curb and then a guy with a red jacket on and, and then just all this red was starting to f like a appear and everywhere I looked. 
and um, cool little meditation um, in, in the da daily life. And uh, maybe I'll do the same thing with the next one, which I believe is a different sound. Like I said, ooh, and the color for the next one. I'm not sure, but I think it's orange. But isn't that, isn't that interesting? Like these different, I guess you could call it like a, like a dogmatic um, structure like, uh, you know, like the rituals or the sacraments of the Catholic Church are. But it's not really like that because at every step of the way, it's spoken about with like this subtlety and this mystical nature of it that, that uh, you know, is, is personal to you in the way that you will actually feel that and will, will describe it. So it's not like, it's never spoken of like, this is the truth. It's spoken of like, this is an exploration of an energy that is, has really healed a lot of people. Here's who it, it has healed and this is how, and and uh, it's it's from a sharing perspective, and it's so it's so cool to me right now. There might be more. There might be way more uh, that I end up getting into in life, but this is like one little voyage that I'm I'm really excited that I'm just taking, uh, little by little. I uh, that's that's more about the shockers, man. I could go at length of this. Remember, I got to keep this thing like my um like my sister suggested under 40 minutes or nobody's going to want to listen. So let me shift gears from the chakras right now and talk about um, what my conversation with somebody at a yoga class yesterday who when I said something about chakras and I was babbling about like, like hey, we're in passing and I'm going to tell you my experience of chakras right now in passing. Like, oh, hey, how are you doing? Uh, what are you working on today? Oh, chakras, blah, blah, blah. It didn't, that didn't go over well. I must have sounded like an idiot. But this girl said real quick that she had been teaching a, a chakra introduction at a high school. And wow, that's exactly what I'm talking about. That's one of the reasons I feel compelled to add to this, this movement, this journey, this, uh, this rush of, of energy towards the, the wonderful light end of our... Of our um, Collective, emotional, and intellectual spectrum. Does that makes any sense at all? That's why I'm, I'm doing this, is because I hear things like that. I, I read the other day that in Delaware, uh, some public schools in the, I think it's the third or fourth grade, they rolled out a mindfulness program last year. You know? I mean, that's amazing. They're, these, these children are going to be so aware that they're going to be able to, to adjust the problems that we caused... <laughs> or that we didn't fix uh, when we got the chance. We're not all bad, we're not bad, but there are still problems that remain to be fixed and, uh, and vibrations that are meant to be raised. And these, these kids, there's more and more of them that are learning these things that are going to see their thoughts um, not as just something that must be reacted to, but something that you can see and, and appreciate that as a thought that occurred uh, and begin to have the thoughts that you'd, you'd like to have for reasons of positivity and compassion and empathy and sharing and uh, creativity. That's mindfulness, among, uh, among many other things. But this girl told me that she had been teaching this year a chakra class to a high school. And I'm hearing more and more of that, 
And that's why I'd love to convince you that this thing is really, is really happening and the world is going to get better. And it actually has already begun to get better. So, um, you know, quit your crying about stuff. Quit your crying, Brian. Remember? Brian's the only one listening still. So this is to you. All right, I, I think uh, I'm going to check in on the time here and see if I'm about to turn this into a, into a way too long of a podcast. It's only been 25 minutes that you've been listening to this one so far, uh, Brian. So I'm going to continue a little more. And I just opened uh, to get a little more um, content for this episode. I just opened a page of this other little book that I have had for a while. It's called The Essence of Zen, an anthology of quotations. I like this one because it'll have something by a politician. It'll have a quote by an author. It'll have a quote by a priest, um, a nun, a monk. It'll have a quote from an anonymous source, um, an old you know, text from some other language translated. It'll have everything combined, but somehow they all have a type of zenful uh, quality. All right, so I just opened a random page. My left hand is on it right now. I'm about to look over and read what is on the page. The miracle is not to fly in the air or to walk on the water, but to walk on the earth. And that... The author of that, it doesn't say an author, it just says that's a Chinese proverb. Let me read it again. The miracle is not to fly in the air or to walk on the water, but to walk on the earth. Ha. We can remember that. We can definitely remember that. Um... Man, my son, he has, and children can teach us this, right? That it is a beautiful, beautiful moment just to simply walk around and look up and see the blue sky. Wow. You can be amazed by that. And at some point, you know, we, uh, we definitely focus on more, more things and, and not do that, except for like little brief moments of vacation or something. But remember that, remind yourself of that. A lot of people do that, you know, wake up and uh, remember you're grateful. And I, I try to do that throughout the day. Today was tricky though. I know the title of today's episode. This is what I thought of earlier. I had all this, uh, I had a long meditation session planned for this morning and yoga planned for this morning and maybe even a little bit of Tai Chi, which is keep on trying to be a Tai Chi master. It's just not happening. I'm just practicing little by little. Um, I wanted to do all this and uh, what happened instead was I, I got a text uh, from my job that a refrigerator that was supposed to be delivered to... Um, <clears throat> to a lady named Ruth. It was supposed to be delivered today, and it, they told us just it was, it was discontinued. And this is like the second time a refrigerator went. The first time one went there and it was slightly too big. It, it wouldn't fit, so they had to take it away and order something on special order. And uh, 
then the special order, you know, didn't say it was it was uh, discontinued until the day it was actually the delivery people were supposed to deliver it. And so Ruth needed a refrigerator. And that was crazy because I, I, I really like Ruth. And, um, you know, I manage several properties and one of the ones is a property that Ruth lives in. And so Ruth needed that refrigerator and I wasn't able to do uh, what I wanted. Actually, I wanted to record this episode in the morning and now it's it's in the evening after a whole day of, you know, getting Ruth the refrigerator, and uh, and doing a lot of other things. So I'm getting better with that, with like the little. I don't know. I'm getting better and worse. Those little curveballs throughout the day, or sometimes right in the beginning of the day, all the way to the end, when Ruth needs a refrigerator, and uh, man, you you can spend a lot of time doing that um it'd be much more productive for me to just let somebody else do that you know and uh, i'll focus on how to how to learn things that i think are helpful and and share those that's really what i my energy i'd like to do and that's this transitional period that i'm going towards um so like you know learn your priorities and i priorities for all of us are family first that's what I, I truly believe. Family, like especially your children, obviously. Those children need you. Those, I believe the children are the future. And so the main thing is spending time with my boy and uh, watching how the, the young mind becomes aware and gets more physically capable. And it's, that's a freaking fascinating, awesome thing that is the most fulfilling thing in life. And and that's why I'm able to do like a job that I don't like for those little moments that I can, you know, throughout the day or especially at the end of the day, spend unfocused or uh, un, undistracted, completely purely focused time with that kid. And the transition is to make sure that my energy for livelihood and for just how how much I get what I give to the world is not on uh, something that I believe is a waste of my talents. I need to give to the universe now. Look at all it gave me, um, my my health, my fitness, my family that you know is extended now through through several families. My friends reach out and support me so much, and my son and. And I, it's, I, I really want to help this world. And, you know, that may be cheesy or whatever. Yeah, he wants to help the world. He's going to save the world. A little, if I, you know, if I can just shove things along faster and make you feel more, a little more like, of, if you notice mindfulness talk or awareness talk or tai chi or yoga or anything like that, positivity if you notice it more in in your realm then it's going to feel more like there's more gravity to it right and it's definitely done that for me it's picking up steam and uh i'm still going to keep on getting all those roofs out there refrigerators while i have to um but i'm doing this more and more and thank you for listening thank you for your advice on this um I think I should wrap it up there unless there's anything that occurs to me right at this last second.
I guess I want to ask a question. Do you guys feel um, like it's true that there's a lot of energy that's been going towards divisiveness and opposition and problem-based uh, problem-based mindset? Do you think that's true, or is that just me? And do you think it's true that that energy will still be just as energetic if it's redirected? And that's the cool thing to me. I believe it's true. I believe that is happening and that people are touching other people in a way that uh, kind of... Um, man, I don't even like to use words that... Like earlier in this episode, I said, quit your crying as a joke. But it was like a weird... Uh, it's, I've shifted from... I don't say things like that are bad anymore. I don't, like, even in joking, I, I used to just be like, you know, freaking whine and complainers think, you know, they, they bitch about things. And uh, I don't like to say that anymore. I just don't like to have that in my in my mind. Like, if, if somebody ha has a negative mindset, I just, I have an explanation for why they are that way. That's, uh, that's not going to be any kind of a accusatory or damning thing. It's just simply uh, an empathetic, I guess, explanation of why th this person is this way or that way. And I just try to distance myself from, from feeling about it. Even if, if I don't want to deal with it. Man, I got cursed out in an email today. Um, actually, it was, it was yesterday they sent it, but today I, I read it. And uh, just, you know, somebody was unhappy about something and, and I had to deal with it and as always happens in every line of work, there's a customer that's unhappy about something and has a claim that it costs them money and then they want that money and they lay out their case and how angry they are and I have to respond and say, you're not getting any money and this is why. Um, I'm definitely not giving them any money. I don't have, I don't have the money. But, and the, the landlord, they, they're definitely protected from having to spend any money in their rental agreements. Um, and that's just, kind of the way things are like if you buy an airplane ticket or something and you don't you know show up regardless of why you couldn't get on the plane if it's non-refundable like they're not giving you that that money back they have it protect they have things protected uh in the in those uh purchase agreements things like that that's just you know that's the conflict of interest that we are all in if we're in like any type of uh you know customer service or basically any type of business um, so it takes, it takes some, uh, real appreciation of, of what you do have going on in life to, uh, to get through and, and not be brought down by that, that conflict of interests that, uh, we're all in, in this, uh, type of culture, which is a great culture. It has some, some amazing things. All right. I'm totally rambling now. This is going to be it for sure. Thank you, Brian, again for listening to this. My name is Ethan, and this is uh, one more episode of content for my new podcast called Joyful, a raw journal of the mindful revolution. Um, please follow me on Instagram at Ethan Sherritt Official, and uh, if you know, if you know how to get a podcast on iTunes. Uh, please email me at ethansharrett at gmail.com.
I'm learning a little bit. I mean, I, I kind of know how to do it, but there's things that are going to take time. And I got to share uh, while, I, while I learn that. So this is going to continue to be really raw. Really raw. Bye, you guys. Thank you. God bless. Bye.